This podcast is part of the Midwest Podcast Network. Find out more about our other shows and how to support our network at MidwestPodcastNetwork.com. Are you into competitive gaming? Would you like to make a few bucks while doing so? If so, check out Gamersaloon.com. Gamersaloon.com hosts tournaments for games like Call of Duty, Rocket League, Mortal Kombat, Overwatch, and more. Sign up at Gamersaloon.com and use our promo code MGNPOD, that's M-G-N-P-O-D, and you can help us keep making this totally sweet podcast. For more information, check out Gamersaloon.com. I'm the king of rock. Ain't no higher. Nothing higher. Suck it. This thing ain't working. What? What does he say in the movie? He oh, goes to know. say the second like, MC. Ta- yeah. And then he's like, he's like, is this thing on? Yeah. Is this thing yeah, even yeah, on? Exactly. Anyway. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Welcome to the Midwest Game Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, John, and here, here with me today are Brian. Hey. And Alex. Hello. Today we're going to go over a huge chunk of E3 news. Uh, there was a lot that was announced. So like usual. We've got a nice little spreadsheet, which you can't see yet, but Not you yet. will. Uh, we're going to go over a good chunk of what's on there. So uh, we'll definitely list off some of the games. We're not going to talk about all of them because there's a ton. But before we get to all of that, if you want to follow us on social media or see all the places you can listen to or watch the show, check out MidwestGamers.com slash links. In case you have not heard, the Midwest Podcast Network now has a Patreon. The Patreon is meant to benefit all the shows on the network, so if you're inclined to do so, you can subscribe for as little as $1 a month and help us keep our shows alive and well. Check it out at patreon.com slash midwestpodnet. As always, we do appreciate your feedback, which you can send to midwestgamers at gmail.com, and don't forget to follow us on Twitch as well as rate and review us on your favorite podcatcher. I think that's the fastest and best uh, spiel I've ever Most spit. accurate, yeah. least mistakes. It was good. It was I felt good. good about that. It was you good. did mess up. The, uh, Shut up! Very beginning. Why do you just intro. just let it go, dude? <laughs> uh, anyways, um, we've only played more Rainbow Six, pretty much. I assume I started Yakuza, but uh, uh, that game's weird. That's all I have to say at this point. <laughs> Speaking of Yakuza, uh, Kevin from the Jump Crouch podcast loves Yakuza. He okay. loves the whole series. I should mention that too. I did an episode of the Jump Crouch uh, podcast with these dudes out of California. They're totally awesome, Aaron, Kevin, and Kevin. That's right, two Kevins. Uh, jumpcrouch.com check them out there you can also check them out on any of your favorite podcatchers uh we did a big e3 wrap up it was two hours long yep we don't want to necessarily be that long on our episode so we're going to try not to with one less person on it yeah we'll have one less person to talk to so that'll work out but eventually we will have one if not all three of those dudes on our episode one of our episodes to uh shoot the shit and have a good time so yeah thanks again to them uh you know all three of those guys jump crouch we love you we appreciate you Listen to most of that episode. It was very solid. Yeah, it's very good. I'll have it's, to check out more of their stuff. You at least got three more downloads. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. We'll see what comes. But no, hopefully, I, I hopefully, subscribed. Hopefully, yeah. our people go check them out. Hopefully, their people come check us out. Yeah. If you are listening to this podcast, please go check out Jump. You Crouch. Can never have too many podcasts to listen to. It's for sure. It's yeah. it's one of those things where I I chose them because I felt like we have very similar platforms. Mm-hmm three dudes hanging out shooting the shit having a good time yeah um and we all have similar banter as like they do so yeah. it's, it's just, just a west coast style yeah version of for it. sure they're way more relaxed they also have access to in and out burger which is yeah, a plus well, that makes them more relaxed i'm sure yeah. <laughs> and fully legal marijuana so the well, Pacific Ocean yeah. and whatever but yeah thanks again to jump crouch we'll have you guys on soon check them out everybody uh other than that we want to jump right into it 
Sure. I want to say this is somewhat related to E3. You mentioned Yakuza. Yeah. I heard they are porting those to PC. Yes. Yakuza 0 and Yakuza Kiwami, which is the remake of the first game or the the remaster, whatever Mm -hmm. it is, are going to make it to PC. I will uh, probably pick them up when they come to PC. There's pre-orders out. You could pick up. Yakuza Zero for like eighteen dollars. Yeah, that's a good deal. Yeah, so that's about what I got it for. It was actually priced at forty at Best Buy, but I had some gift cards and stuff like that. So sweet. I almost thought about waiting, and then I was like, Nah, whatever. I'll play it on yeah on PS4. I mean, it's a good PS4 game to play, I'm sure. And Yakuza Zero is on sale right now, and like the E3 sale on on PS4 for like eighteen dollars as well. So oh, you could get it there well, for the same price. I mean, that would be fine as but, well. Yeah, no, it's cool. Anyway, cool. let's do it. Here's our ugly spreadsheet that I made up. Color-coded. Color-coded based on who wants to talk about what. But uh, yeah, no, I figure we just kind of go through. I've got the big three on the left side here. We're going to go through EA, Bethesda, and some other multi-platform stuff as well. But uh, yeah, so Microsoft opened up with a Halo Infinite trailer. Literally nothing else about it. No date. No other info. It is a continuation of Master Chief's story. That's all we know. One of the speculations about this is that it will be a game as a service type game where it's constantly being fed new content. It'll so, be infinite. You yes. could say that would. That you is know. that is the speculation on the internets. Yeah, I could see them doing that. That would be interesting. It seems like an interesting way to take a big <coughs> franchise like this. They did the DLC for, was it Halo 5 was episodic, I believe. Like okay. the Spartan Ops or whatever. Was it for that game? Or I don't the remember. fourth game? It might have been that was for Halo one. 4. Yeah, yeah Halo for, 4. I don't really think there was much DLC for 5. They just had their like war, war, war zone mode yeah, or something like that. That mode was amazing. I just didn't play much of it because none of my friends play that game. Yeah. Like John played through the campaign with me complaining about it the whole time and then it was like i'm done with this and sold it or whatever i was expecting a bit of halo 6 but the fact that they were like here's halo infinite and you know whatever like i i, yeah. I thought we would get a little more in depth with like what the next halo is but you know they had a lot of other stuff to talk about so yeah. um ori and the will of the wisps it is uh coming out next year it's a continuation of ori and the blind forest Which a metroid style game on xbox i just bought Ori in the Blind really? Forest for ten bucks. It's on sale. Yeah, I, I always think it. about it, and then I'm like, oh, if I buy it, I probably just won't play it right away, and it'll sit there for the rest of my game. Yeah, but yeah, I need to start it. It like does tomorrow, look really otherwise cool. Otherwise, I will not sure. start it. But I've heard great things about it. Music's supposed to be awesome. Crackdown three confirmed uh, to be delayed to February 2019. <laughs> <laughs> confirmed to be delayed. Yes. Uh, Terry Crews is the main character, and it looks like it would be fun if it ever came out. Um, Phil Spencer was on the Giant Bomb like night show that they do and and talked a little bit about it and it seems like they are still just trying to do right by the game, but I feel like But what does that even mean? I feel like that was the same he said that when he plays it it doesn't feel like crackdown quite yet. They have a lot of the elements there, but there's something missing from the traversal that's not quite what they want a crackdown game to be. I guess I need to actually like crackdown and play the crackdown games. I've heard really good things about the first one. <laughs> Next. I tried to play it and I just I didn't really get into it. I I haven't played any of them. I, I know it's one of the me. the first one is one of the games that's received a bit of a bump on the Xbox One, more so than just the normal backwards compatibility mm. stuff. I think like Red Dead. Well, yeah, it's because people were waiting for 3 and Yeah. 
So I, I wouldn't be opposed to checking it out, but you know, I'm, it's just kind of a bummer. I know that that was like one of the big things they had this year and the fact that they were advertising it on the game pass yeah. or with the game pass. Like it was, it was big. And now that it's not coming, yeah, I guess you get sea of thieves this year and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, actually Forza horizon four, I'm sure will be part of game. Pass. Yes. Yeah. We'll get that's there in two seconds. Uh, near automata has like a game of the year ish edition coming, uh, in a couple weeks here to the Xbox One, so that's cool that it's finally making it over there. There's going to be Sea of Thieves content drops in July and September, which is awesome. And then the first game that got highlighted was Forza Horizon 4. Yay. Coming this October 2nd. It will be on the Game Pass as soon as it hits. Yep. Uh, yeah, Brian, you like Forza. Yeah, I love it. Um, and this series specifically just keeps getting better. Like motorsports, they kind of take a step back once in a while, and the next one's really awesome. Yeah. But um, the Horizon games just keep getting better every time. And this one is taking place in Great Britain. Mm -hmm. And uh, so you get a wide variety of cool, windy, twisty roads and like countryside roads and, and stuff. And a shitload of rain. Yeah. yeah. Well, the, here's the most exciting thing is they're going to have dynamic seasons. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So it'll go all the way through like fall winter spring summer what if it actually followed the weather pattern that's what i, that I heard amazing. somebody say that like if you're playing it in the winter it will be like winter but then no, but like, I, I, I feel mean, like that would be kind of boring no, it needs to change it needs more to change often. more like it needs to that. follow like the actual weather patterns happening in real time as well as day night cycle like that would be if a game that would be did that for real i would be all about that the other interesting thing about it is um so you've always been able to ha play like a free roam kind of game multiplayer yeah where everyone can go around the map and then just like join events and stuff but i guess they're making like the normal game shared world now so instead of seeing like drivatars based off of real players out there it'll actually be real players that's cool but then they have anybody that's not in your co-op group can't be a dick and like run into you and stuff that'll they'll just ghost through your car oh that's cool to stop griefing, griefing. trolling drivatars yeah, yeah, that was a thing. Yeah, that's still a thing. is a thing, kind of. Well, it's inter it's basically they they take. It's like they took the word driver and avatar and they combined. Yeah, it. yeah pretty much. That, that might be exactly what it I is. I think that. that's what they did. <laughs> that movie made a lot of money, guys. Drivatar. Let's put it in Forza Horizon. <laughs> they did yeah, yeah, as a blue cat people driving cars. Right? Yes, yeah. it, was, it was a it was a shared James Cameron Ron Howard joint. <laughs> <laughs> Worst movie ever. Um, Anyways. Other thing that I think is cool is that on the X, it is going to have a 60 FPS mode. Yeah. Those games have always run in 30. And ever since I've tried Horizon 3 on PC, I can't go can't, back. Yeah, it's, it's buttery like, smooth. At like, it makes a huge difference with racing games. Yes. You don't want any sort of input lag when you're so trying you, to race people. Are you getting it on Xbox or are you going to get it well, on I'm PC? Well, I'm going to do the digital copy. Oh, so, so, you can do, so I can yeah, do it on That both. makes sense. Yeah. I should just do that too. Game or just Pass, game man. Pass, yeah. I mean, I will actually go all the way and probably get the ultimate one, which is absurd. Oh, but ultimate. I like all the extra stuff, like all the car packs. Can you and say the that expansions. again? Ultimate. 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 Yeah. Your, your voice no. dropped like three octaves. Ultimate. It's like it's like another. <laughs> it was the EA Sports big dude. <laughs> it's just expensive. came out of Brian for a second. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, Brian moonlights as that guy. That's what he does on the side. Well, but <laughs> the gig is up. Yep. Anyways, is that it? Um, you good for Forza? 
Yeah, that's good enough. All right, cool. All Game right. acquisition. I, I will say, I'm bummed that it's not in Japan, like the rumors were saying. Too. If like I right now, I will play it because it's on Game Pass for, for or it will be on Game Pass for free. But if it was Japan, like I would have bought that without Game Pass because I think it'll be a very it'll be a very dynamically different. Game. Yeah, as I've stated in the past too, like one of my favorite tracks that was ever in a Forza game was in Japan. Yeah. Well, actually, I like quite a few of the regular tracks, like the real world tracks yeah. in Japan. But they had one that wasn't like entire. I don't think it was a real world one. It was because it was on roads, mm-hmm. like in like Mount. Was there a Mount Fuji? Yeah, yeah. It was like in that area, and it was awesome. And I was yeah. just thinking, like a Horizon game there would be amazing. So may- maybe Horizon Five will be in Japan or something. Maybe, but. Yeah, uh, Microsoft made a pretty big point. This is one of the things that I wanted to talk about. They talked about game studio acquisitions because they've closed down like Lionhead and Bungie has gone on to become like an Activision multi-platform type of thing. Bungie's gone on to become a massive failure. (laughs) I wasn't going to say that, but they lost a lot of their first... They've closed down a lot of their first-party studios, and that's Mm -hmm. why we're seeing this drought in first-party stuff from them. So they went through, and they've bought four other game companies and found a down. new one. Yeah, eventually they probably will. But no, Microsoft went through this big reorg when they got um I'm trying to think of what his name is. Their new like CEO came in and was kind of like, "I don't know what you're doing over there." And then um Phil Phil came in and was like, Phil Spencer came in and was like, "This is what we're doing here. We're doing cool stuff." And now the <laughs> president is like, "Okay, here, have some money." So now they can invest in a bunch of, instead of closing Lionhead down and stuff like that, they've invested in Undead Labs, which are the guys who made State of Decay. They've purchased uh, Playground Games, the people who make Forza Horizon. Mm -hmm. They're also supposedly working on a Fable game that hasn't been announced yet. Interesting. But that was a rumor that got reported a while back. They purchased Ninja Theory, the guys who made uh, Hellblade, Sinwa Sacrifice, and a bunch of other stuff. Yeah. And they also bought uh, Compulsion Games, which are the ones that made that We Happy Few game, which is going to be coming out of uh, early access soon and is a completely different video game now. Interesting. Um, More like the trailer that was actually shown at E3 2016 or whatever that was. But anyway, and they founded a, a studio called The Initiative in Santa Monica, which is real close to Sony Santa Monica. So there's a lot of video game uh, workforce in that area. Yeah. And uh, I wonder if they're going to get in like gang fights in the alleys. And yeah. Stuff. It's kind of like sharks and jets kind of going on. I'm just picturing something like Anchorman. Like, <laughs> <laughs> rival news teams. <laughs> Sony Santa Monica, bitches. Yeah. Uh, but no, it, it it makes me happy to see them making that investment because it means we're going to start getting a much more powerful first party lineup from Microsoft. Yeah. Uh, even though some of the stuff is Microsoft exclusive anyway, but mm-hmm. that way they can kind of grow these companies. They can figure out what they want to do with it. So that's very cool. Uh, and yeah, as I said, We Happy Few is coming out August 10th. Uh, it, it was that like weird equilibrium type take your drugs so you don't feel feelings kind of game that they showed with a bunch yeah. of mimes yeah. a couple of years ago. And they are now, instead of making it a survival game, it is like you have quests that you have to do in a world. And it seems interesting. I might, I, I might I like the visual style of it. I was very interested. Yeah, it looks yeah. really cool. And that is still coming out for PlayStation as well and PC. Well, yeah, because Microsoft is a team player. Microsoft, 
Microsoft bought them and they had that deal with Gearbox to publish the game and Gearbox wants to put it out on everything. And Microsoft was like, we're not going to force you. We're not locking down that game. We just want to own you after this. <laughs> right. We want to own so, you. Yeah. Uh, PUBG DLC coming to Xbox in winter 2018, which is nah. cool. Whatever. Uh, you don't really play it much on Xbox, right? I'm really... No, yeah. hell no. <laughs> I bought it and I still haven't I played did, it once. I did, and it's just it's so bad compared yeah. to the PC one. Why play the inferior version if you can? Yeah. Just, yeah, I totally get playing it on there if you don't have a PC. For sure, yeah, it's still playable. They did a great job mapping the controls, considering there's a ton of them. Yeah, um, that DLC is supposed to have a new, I think, a winter themed map. Yeah. And it's going to have new gameplay elements, but they haven't said what yet. Yeah. I'm hoping it's kind of like a survival kind of element, and then maybe like tracks in the snow and stuff so you can track people. I hope it just works That'd be better. cool. Yeah, I, I can't imagine a snow map actually working right without running <laughs> at like five frames per second, right? Yeah. especially on Xbox, but we'll see. Uh, they made some announcements about Xbox Game Pass, Fallout 4, The Division, and ESO are all on there as of That's today. That's pretty awesome. Uh, and they, they're doing this thing called Fast Start, where they are using machine learning to figure out what parts of a game you would play first so that the game will download sequentially. So They're trying to make good on the promise of we will install the parts of the game you want to play first that everybody talked about before this generation but then quickly fell away. Interesting. Mm. So it seemed very cool. And that's supposed to be coming out with like the June or the summer update that they're going to do. With those three games, like you could just spend the ten bucks a month or whatever it is and yeah. play those for an for the rest eternity. of eternity. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. ESO has so much content at this point. Yeah, and the division too, and Fallout. Uh, they showed a trailer for a game called Session that was kickstarted. It will be a console launch exclusive. It is basically the skate games, but it, it is fulfilling the the role of of a skate game essentially. The okay. EA skate yeah. game, uh, very realistic skateboarding. Um, they're capitalizing on the lack of EA making one of those games. And the lack of skateboarding games. Yeah. Uh, there's Cuphead DLC coming next year, which is great. Uh, Tunic, a game that we've talked about previously, was shown on stage. It is a console exclu- console launch exclusive for Xbox. Hmm. Uh, they knew that when we talked to them at uh, PAX, but they, they couldn't share it yet because this deal was made in like October of right. last year. Uh, but really cool to see this game that was made by one dude up on that Xbox stage and have Phil Spencer like talk about it for a second. And I mean, look at that game. Like, look it at looks it. amazing. It looks awesome. I'm so excited. That's for exciting. It. it looks like they actually have an exclusive people care about. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, um, I'm totally down for Tunic. I really want to play that game. Uh, there's a Battletoads game coming because the internet thinks it wants that, but they really don't. No. So when it comes I, out, it's gonna flop, but I it'll never be fine. Battletoads don't really care. Yeah, it's, just, I, it's more like side scroller beat 'em up style. Side scroller beat 'em up harder than it needs to be. But it it was with f- like frogs, toads. Yeah, and their names are like Pimple and Scabs and yeah, Dingleberry and yeah, stuff like that. Something like that. Anyway, yeah. Uh, And then we had three Gears announcements. Uh, Gears Pop, which is a Funko Pop type Gears game that will be out for mobile in 2019 at some point. If it's like 
if they take like the Gears Tactics idea and do it with like little Funko Pop characters of Gears, like on a, a grid based system, I would be totally into that. I don't think it's quite like that. The way I don't think so either. I'm just saying, like, I that's what I hope it would be. But. Versus some rabbits. Jeff yeah. Gersman on on Giant Bomb to Phil Spencer's face was just kind of like, "What's up with that?" And Phil, was, <laughs> Phil, and the, apparently the whole room broke out in laughter. And Phil was like, "Why is everybody laughing?" But he kind of he got it, of course. Yeah. It was a very funny interaction. He always does a very good interview with them. But uh, Jeff kind of likened it to the idea of like, oh, you know, everybody wants those Lego games, but they don't do stuff with any type of mature material. So Funko Pop's got a bunch of stuff. Why not make them do a game like this? Yeah. So it could be like a Lego Gears game, essentially. That could be interesting. So, uh, John, you had highlighted Gears Tactics. Yeah, I'm into that. Looks like XCOM Gears. Yeah, I am um, interested. Yeah. It looks cool. It it does look quite cool. I it didn't would, actually see the any of the. Was there footage? Of they it played like a very small amount of footage. I'll pull it up here in a second. But it it looks like it's still quite a ways out. Um, wow, those links work. And yeah, of course they work. <laughs> so yeah, it looks a lot like XCOM. Oh, that's cool as hell. This is pre-alpha footage, so it's kind of like it it could change quite a bit. But it looks nice. It looks yeah, a okay. lot like just, XCOM. It looks me up fun. Like I I just dig it. I, I mean, I, it I've, looks really nice. I like the Gears games that I have played. I haven't played all of them, but yeah. the ones I have played, I do really enjoy. And I like these tactic styles games, so yeah, I'm, it's kind I'm of into a this. It it's just sense. it's a really really great idea for them to to, to diversify the franchise. The, yeah, for yeah. sure. I mean, they did that with Halo, and it worked out pretty well. Well, kind of. Nobody cared about it, but it it was a right. playable game. <laughs> I think. <laughs> did you play Halo Wars two? <laughs> no. <laughs> That one didn't do that well. I thought the first one did. It probably did better than two, but then two didn't do well because nobody cared about the first one, is my guess. Yeah. I haven't heard many people talk about Halo Wars other than there's a Halo Wars coming out. We just did. It only took us like a year. There's a Halo Wars. It's been out for, you know, forever, and we finally just talked about it. Yes. Fucking Tiny Tim over there. Gears 5, of course, (laughs) is interesting. I just don't feel like there's much to say about it. Yeah, Gears 5, they showed some cinematic stuff. It looks like the story's going to pick up from Gears 4, of course. They did display the title card as Gears 5, which they also did for Gears 4, but then the game came out, and it was Gears of War 4. Um, And it sounds like that, Name change could be something that happens, but those are like internal discussions at Microsoft that they are just trying yeah. to decide how to brand things differently. But with these three different gears, you just games, call it G five. Yeah, there you go. They can't. Apple owns that. <laughs> really? Yeah, the G five process. Pontiac. Pontiac's got the G six, and I yeah. don't know. Yeah. Anyway, okay. The G six is also a type of plane. Yeah. Uh, Cyberpunk was also shown at the Microsoft conference, but I figure we might yeah we'll save, save that. Save for that. Later. Save that. Um, it's going to be a lengthy discussion, I think. All in all, once again, Microsoft I think has the most impressive E3 showing. They brought some heat for sure. They they do a really good job. They've been doing a good job of being like we need to get games in front of people's yeah. eyes. Yep. And then there's Sony. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> Sony. <laughs> Sony came we out and we're like, were. we're going to show four games to you for longer periods of times, and they announced other things. But um, The Last of Us Part Two, I highlighted this. Uh, I just wanted to basically talk about the, the Waypoint people had a really good discussion about this game, and they, they were talking about the pillars of E3, and they're like, the pillars of E3 this year uh, are uh, February 22nd, because everything's coming yeah. out on February 22nd. Really? Uh, Great. 
And they brought up a bunch of other things, and then finally one of the last ones like, everything is gay this year at E3. <laughs> <laughs> and they had this really great discussion about like the, the representation of... like Not the that dy- there's anything wrong with that. No, it, they, they, they were talking about how um, Daniel Riendo, Riendo, who's on there and is gay, is was talking about basically the fact that like the dynamics like her twitter blew up when they showed that because there were so many of her gay friends that were like oh my god my heart is beating and like racing right now with like how accurate and real the representation of that all felt which is not something that they see often that they've seen often in games like this i think it was on split screen they talked about how we have we haven't had a game where like an actual like kiss between characters looks that way that real yeah. because <laughs> usually the models don't like Whoa. sync up yep. properly and everything in that game looked real the the animation and the like the, the yeah well one of the, the examples, violence was just ridiculous one of the examples they used was uh was from I think Uncharted Four, where there's a kiss, and instead of actually seeing the characters kiss, the camera pans up as yeah. they go in for the kiss. So now, like we've got character models and the ability to show, like you know, a proper quote unquote human interaction yeah. between digital peoples, yeah. digital mouths. So like it, it, it's just I don't know. That game looks fantastic. It looks super gay, which is great. <laughs> and uh, I'm looking forward to playing it whenever it comes out. I don't think they gave any like. I don't even think they gave a year, which is still disconcerting. I thought it was going to be 2019, but I'm pretty sure at the end of this, there wasn't even like a, yeah, there's nothing. It just goes to the Naughty Dog Pod, and then there's nothing. I'm sure it'll be out by next year. I don't know, man. They <laughs> I'm do wor- take their sweet time. I'm worried at this point, but it, it'll be good whenever it does come out. Indeed. Days Gone, they didn't actually show at the show. They just announced in their like lead up. We're going to do one announcement a day that it is coming out February 22nd, like every other video game in the world. Yep. So uh, that's the vampire, vampire zombie type biker. It's Sons of Anarchy zombie with zombies, yeah. essentially. And I'm not sure I care about it at all, but it'll be there. Uh, Death Stranding. I still have no clue what's happening in this game. Yeah. I kind of care, but I kind of don't but the little bit of gameplay footage that they showed was pretty cool i'm pretty sure norman reedus is like a uh glorified ups delivery man and he likes to carry babies around that's all i know it looks incredible (laughs) (laughs) i'm so ready for this game i don't know what it is yeah, I mean it's it definitely is is crazy looking. Like the the engine is amazing. It's beautiful. I think Kojima's that, just taking money from Sony to hang out with actors well, and directors and and I'm all for it cuz you get something weird <laughs> yeah. like this. Chill outside and smoke cigarettes with them. Yeah. It it's just I so this is the same engine as Horizon Zero Dawn, isn't it? It is a modified version of the Decima engine. I, could totally I, I, see I would that. assume he made some some changes I to just, it. Like I his... just want to know what is happening. Like what is the point of the game? That's all and that we have nothing. We literally they show it's us a walking simulator, clearly. We keep getting bits and pieces of things. Like it looks like there's like a heavy traversal like 
uh, exploration yeah. vibe going on. We know that there's like delivery type stuff going on, as as Brian oh, said. No, this is, I don't want to see this part. <laughs> this, this isn't is the this one. isn't the the toenail part okay. where he rips his like, toenail. If that's off. a part of the gameplay, I've gone on record as saying that I don't really want to play this game. Yeah, keep jamming X to rip your toenail. Yeah. There's if, totally if you have a to person do that every yeah, once I mean, in a while. Is there's a, a corpse on his back or something. Oh. I don't know. It's just. You, there's no words for this and it is the, it is so rare that i walk into a video game even after watching half an hour of it and i still have absolutely no idea what is going on i know he has more and more parcels with him in every scene pretty much i, I don't deny the fact that this is going to be an amazing game in multiple ways not just in technological feat of what they're accomplishing like visually but yeah. also just the gameplay itself is going to be extremely interesting. I just really like. I want something. Like, give me something, because like, I'm dying here, man. I don't. But that's the thing is, I don't think he needs to. He could literally never come out with another trailer, and basically just put the game out, and it would be amazing. And like, I would be okay going into this game completely blind. Oh, that's literally that's literally the only gun you see in well, the trailer been, is at that moment. He said that you don't have to kill anything in this game to beat it. Yeah, that's which a fact. Is I mean, it's just I don't know. He just does weird things, and I'm excited to see what Unchained Koji Gojo said it best when he was like, "This might be the game that makes people appreciate Konami." Because they, they, they like held him back and made him change <laughs> things and gave him notes. Because this game's probably going to go so far into the weird and be just ridiculous that, that you, would, you would appreciate the job that Konami did wrangling Kojima's brain. <laughs> but uh, Or not. Or you might be like, holy shit, Konami. Yeah, like what, stunted his For sure. For it could long. be either way. What, what could have those other games been if they would have just left him... Who knows? Thing. Who knows? But yeah, they he they did announce two more actors have joined. Yeah. Leah Sidu, who is in uh I think Blue is the warmest color, was like her breakout role. And then also she was in um uh Spectre, the the more recent James Bond film. And then uh, Lindsay Wagner, I, I don't actually know what she's been in, but anyway. Game looks weird. Yeah, super weird. Totally down for it. I'm excited. Ghost of Tsushima. Ghost of Tsushima. Super excited for this one. Uh, it looks amazing. This is exactly what I was talking about with like what caused me to purchase Yakuza Zero, and I didn't know. But this is like a. It looks like an open world feudal Japan. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> with it like looks super like it's, epic it's, sword fights. Yeah. And Japanese maple tree leaves. There's an Oni coming out of Brian right now. Some kind of Japanese demon summoned forth to speak about the game. That's where that deep voice comes from. (laughs) (laughs) Um, There's a lot of people out there that are like, I'm not confident this is a PlayStation 4 game (laughs) because it looks that good. I, yeah, well. It just looks incredible the, the the vistas that they that they show are it's like i the, think the it grass is. and the leaves and stuff are the most impressive i think part, it I is yeah. a playstation 4 game and i'll tell you why because i think they're using a lot of the depth of field 
as a way to not have to fully render certain things in the that background. That could be it, yeah. So they're able to focus a lot of the attention and detail to whatever's in the foreground. Because if you watch the sword battle that happens towards the end of this trailer or whatever, I think it was in this trailer, um, there it's literally the only things in focus are the two fighters. Yeah. All the leaves blowing and going on in the background are are all out of focus. So Which is really, I mean, that's... Again, being that's able some... to do that, being able to use depth of field as a means to, like... Get around limitations in engine or genius. With hardware is mm-hmm. yeah, it's incredible. This, this scene, this is ridiculous. Yeah, like I there's, I didn't know this was gonna come out of Sucker Punch. The one thing I will say, I hope there's an option to play it in full Japanese. There is. I read about. Is it. there good? Yeah. Cause because people were complaining about the. Uh, it's the historically Japanese, inaccurate. Like, well, the I, English I, acting in that, feudal Japan. They didn't know English yet. Okay? It is confirmed, I guess, that there is an option to play in I just, Japanese. It felt titles. really weird to me that, like, in the trailer, they show this character that I presume you're playing speaking English, and then you get to like the the uh, the the Mongols or when the invasion, the the people, the invading force are all speaking their language, and it's like eh, that feels kind of weird and dumb. Yeah, I mean, like when you're moving this quickly through a countryside area like that, they don't have to render the grass completely for this to work, especially that whatever's closest to you in the frame, like is blurry as hell anyway. Well, but it's the like, kind of the weird, I I think a lot of what we're seeing right now is kind of YouTube compression and other stuff, like just watching it streaming over the internet. I think it'll look even more insanely impressive in person but uh the just the like a lot of those fields look clearer than they should yeah at that like insane depth and man this this fight scene that they show the first strike like it feels like you're watching uh an akira kurosawa movie or something Mm -hmm. like that like it is just so cinematic and floor like it's just total flourish and awesome the combat looks like i don't know what the combat's gonna be but it looks like it could have a lot of interesting technical like precision and stuff like that do you think it'll have zero hud like the demo here i hope so it's incredible it looks so good so yeah ghost of tsushima coming out silent t right yes Sushi. Not tushi, sushi no, it is not. Uh but yeah, uh I think it's twenty nineteen. I guess I don't know. I don't think they gave a date for that one either. Uh, 20, that one, 2025. Yeah, that one could be like twenty thirty. It looks really good because like they're actually running it on a could, PS5. Yeah, it could be a PS5 for sure. So all right. Uh Spider Man coming out September seventh. Brian, you wanted to to talk about Spider Man. I'm interested in it. Yeah. I really like the like the Batman Arkham games a lot, and I like um, Sunset Overdrive, which was actually made by Insomniac. Mm-hmm. And I feel like between what I know of that game and the Batman games that they clearly are inspired by somewhat, yeah. whether they say they are or not, <laughs> <laughs> um, it just looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. And, and it looks a bit, it looks more open than those games as far as how you attack things and stuff. And yeah. It's just, it's very impressive. And I like Spider-Man. So, like, I don't really follow comic book stuff too much, but I've always liked Spider-Man, so. Yeah, John, I know you said you're, you've, you're Marvel fatigued. Yeah, I just don't care. Yeah. I, I'm with you with the fatigue thing, but. I mean, it looks cool and all. And I, like, I haven't played a bunch of Marvel games, so It looks that's cool and fine. all, and I, and whatever, like, Spider-Man, woo. Like, but I just. <laughs> <laughs> 
I just don't like. I I haven't played any. <laughs> I want to see that on the box. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Yeah. I haven't like played any of the more blurb. recent Spider-Man games. I don't. I haven't watched any of the more recent Marvel movies. Like I just don't care anymore. I'm completely marveled out at this point. That's fair. I mean, it. We certainly live in a sat a world saturated with Marvel crap, mm-hmm. but um, soon to be Star Wars. Actually, already. Is. Yeah, already. For sure, uh, but I, I don't know. I think it looks like a very good game. Uh, I'm glad that we haven't had like a Batman game in a while to fatigue yeah. us of this type of play. Because mm-hmm. otherwise, I would well, I maybe mean, feel differently there. The but. whole web slinging thing, like if they nail that, then it, which it looks like they did, yeah, that will be like what the game gets by on, really. Yeah, the web. I mean, the web slinging in the Spider-Man Two movie game was always that was like the 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 high point the bar that people set and i don't think they hit it with a lot of like the activision spider-man games that came out in the intervening years but with this one it looks like they've certainly mastered that type of stuff again so i just i look at a game like this and i feel like all i'm going to be doing is smashing buttons like i don't feel like it's actually going to take any skill to do anything and i'm just going to be hitting the same button over and over and like moving the joystick around depending on the enemy i want to attack See, i mean and, it, and from watching those batman games you would think that too but that was not the case well i will say like that is what these games turn into for me because i just don't have the part of my brain that helps me do the thing where you just keep the combo up you counter properly you do everything the right way to like get an insane 200 hit combo or something like yeah it just i don't know i'm i'm not i have well i have trouble playing these games on that level nick is ridiculously good at like batman combat and i i don't have those skills but i still end up enjoying them on like the story and stuff that goes on too so insomniac's good with with story as well so i i think i think it'll be a fun game to play and Mm -hmm. i'm excited to check it out but I wouldn't. I I can't the, blame anybody for being out marble. They really at this point. nailed like the cinematic look of it. That's too. yeah. That's that's kind of the thing that I'm most impressed about is that it looks. And there are a lot of sequence like the the quick time event sequences in this game look like I'm playing a movie, and I'm totally down for that. Like it just looks so good. I assume they're gonna have a lot of suits you can unlock and stuff too. Yeah, be nice. that'll be really cool. Although I'm sure they're all like pre-order bonuses. Loot boxes, probably. (laughs) Spider-Man loot boxes, for sure. So, yeah, it just, I don't know. The style of the game alone is just incredible. So, I'm excited for it, too. Uh, Next up, Tetris Effect, which I highlighted. This was announced before the show, uh, but they showed the trailer during the stream as well. I'm just excited to experience what LSD would be like without (laughs) taking it. So, um, it's this is made by the guys. Isn't that who, what Res is for? Well, this is made by the guys who did Res. Oh, nice. So it, it just absolutely looks like a oh. fever dream Tetris. This is cool because uh, I haven't actually watched this trailer yet. So yeah, no, it it, it looks beautiful like Res oh. Area X did. It just looks like something that will absolutely thrive in what the does VR this have environment. To do with Tetris. You're going to be playing Tetris in these types of environments. Uh. It'll show it in a second here, but uh, yeah, the not only um, Enhanced Games, who the the creator of Res, that's his company, uh, is making this game, but it just it looks like 
just the most fever dream Tetris game that you could ever play. And putting those things together sounds great. Like the whole trailer, you're missing the, uh, you should go and watch this trailer separately because it's missing the, the uh, sound. Not not necessarily just the sound, but there's also like a monologue going on talking about the fact that there was literally a research project where they had people play Tetris. And the Tetris effect is the fact that you feel like you're playing the game even when you're not playing it anymore. Oh, you I get, start I get to the see... Rainbow Six Siege effect all the time. <laughs> I was glass in my dreams the other night. And it was terrifying. That's a little different. But this is it's about how you like see the Tetris pieces as they're falling in oh. your real life rather than like so it's it's like when Neo sees the the Matrix for what it really is. Kind Pre- of? Yeah, pretty much. You reveal the actual Tetris in the world around you, but no, it just looks like mind blowing visuals for you to play Tetris around, and I'm a hundred percent here for that. I would pay fifty nine ninety nine for that, but I think pretty, this yeah, game will probably be like wild. twenty dollars. So it's uh, it looks great. Yeah, I mean, with as fun as uh, Super Hypercube is, puzzle games in VR are definitely cool. Is this Absolutely. going to be? Is this a PlayStation exclusive though, or is it going to? I think it'll eventually PC. make its way to PC, just it like just Res says, did. It says PlayStation VR mode included, so you can probably play it without VR, which means it could be on everything. You, yeah, you can. Okay. You, there's certainly a non-VR mode. I don't know that they have. So it's announced to be coming out this fall, but if you go to TetrisEffect.game. Unreal Engine. Which is the website. Uh, They'll actually mail LSD to your house. Yeah. No. So far, they don't have any other badges for like Xbox or anything or PC or like Steam or anything like yeah. that listed, but oh, wow. I, I would assume it'll hit those they eventually. Don't, they don't need no stinking badges. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ghost Giant was a VR game that got announced ahead of time. That looks cool. Trover Saves the Universe is made by the dude who made Rick and Morty, and if mm. that's your thing. Enjoy it. Uh, it looks like another <laughs> VR game. I don't, I don't even watch. Rick and Morty, no, I, I don't so watch any Rick and Morty. I either. did find. I broke down and watched it. I kind of like steamrolled through it. It's pretty funny. Millions of pretty people hilarious. have told me that I would love it, and I just still am like okay. And then I just continue. That's on how I was again. For it's years. it's one of it's it's like me and Game of Thrones. So I'm just <laughs> well um, minus boobs. Like yeah. there's no boobs in Rick and Morty as Rick far as there I might be some boobs. There's probably boobs. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, there is. Neo 2. They're animated, though. Uh, I am pretty pumped for Neo 2, and I need to finish Neo 1. So <laughs> there's I'm, that. I'm good with Neo 1. I'm more interested in the the other. I mean, more Neo's cool as well. I think I read somewhere they added a new game plus mode as well. To, to regular Neo? Neo? Yeah. yeah. I, may, I may be wrong yeah. about that. I'm, I think you're right. No, it, lo- it looks great, but of the three... Uh, Samurai, Samurai Jap- Japan, like feudal Japan games that were announced. I'm still more looking forward to like go, uh, uh, Ghost of Tsushima mm-hmm. out of this and Sekiro, which we can talk about. Like Ghost of Tsushima is the most unknown quality of the three. Obviously, it's Insomniac making like a, a feudal Japan game, whereas you we played Sucker, Sucker Punch. Punch. Sucker Punch. Yeah. Excuse me. I'm sorry. Not Insomniac. They're making Spider Man. Yeah, but uh. We know what Neo is, and it's great. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I'm glad there's going to be more of it. Uh, Sekiro, made by uh, from, software. from Software, we know what they do. It looks like there's but a that lot. That looks like something outside of their comfort zone, too. It's, they're yeah, certainly makes starting. Me more interested in it. Maybe we're jumping ahead, but. Yeah, we'll, we'll get there. Like, it, it certainly looks like something, but 
obviously we know what from software is. Yes. Sucker Punch hasn't really veered into the feudal Japan. Well, what do they usually Bushido make? Bushido Blade. Uh, they did like um, Infamous. Oh, like Infamous oh. Second Son is yeah. Sucker Punch. Yeah, and yeah, so it's not. You know, we know they can make like big open world games, but they're still like. It's just a. It's a very different thing. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Neo Two looks great. Yeah. There was another thing announced after the actual show on like their outside desk thing that they were doing. I don't god that we can talk about that for a little bit. But um the the from software people are making a PlayStation VR game called They're a Scene, maybe? I don't know. I don't actually know what the how you actually pronounce it but it just looks like this weird experiential puzzle or i don't even know if there's puzzles involved or not it might just be like uh like a vr movie kind of thing death simulator i would assume there would be more yeah it's just it's literally just a skeleton rolling off of a cliff above you and then stabbing you off of another cliff yeah but um that sounds great (laughs) john john's all for it let's have that more of that um but yeah, I mean, the art looks very cool. I'm always glad to hear about more PlayStation VR stuff coming, but there wasn't really a whole lot to know about it's very this 2D game. 2D for a VR game. game. Well, let me skip ahead in the trailer. Oh, there we go. Yeah, here's a here's a room you're looking through. There's a cat. Can I pick the cat up using the the PlayStation Move yeah. controllers? Can I drink soup with the PlayStation Move? Can I if look out the window with the PlayStation the virtual Move? Cat, Will your, will your move controller start vibrating when it starts purring? Uh, yeah, they actually hid spikes in those so they can stab you when the cat yeah. leaps you, off of yeah. You will physically body. be stabbed. Claws. Yes. Yeah, and then, I don't know. Yeah. I, no. don't, I don't really care about this either, to be honest with you. I don't know. It's <laughs> just it's weird that From Software is making this, and I we have literally no idea what it is. Just give me Kingsfield. I I want Kingsfield VR. IGN has a little more. They say it takes place in a children's boarding school where you play as an invisible fairy solving puzzles and playing tricks on the students. That sounds funny. That sounds interesting. So I'm I'm willing to check it out. Kingsfield VR. Give me that. Tricking dumb kids. It sounds great. Yeah. (laughs) We got a lot for Nintendo and we have a... Like we're already like a half hour in. Yeah, over, over forty five minutes. In. We're gonna get, we're gonna we're gonna truck through this, Let's despite breathe. the fact that Brian highlighted like all of the multi platform games. But anyway, yeah, but uh, I don't <laughs> say that much about them. Yeah, I know. Uh, Nintendo Damon X Machina is Machina is a mech game coming out in twenty nineteen. Looks, looks cool. Kind of, it looks like Armored Core, but with anime. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yep. Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles two DLC coming in September. They showed a little bit more of Pokemon Let's Go, which I th- did we talk about that last show? I think, I think so, did, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that looks cool. Still looks great. Listen to our last episode if you want to know about that. Yes. Super Mario Party. John, you highlighted it. Yeah, I'm super pumped for this because I love the Mario Party games. Uh, it looks great. They always looked like they'd be fun to play at a party, but I never had a chance to play them. You never went to any parties? No, I just went to different <laughs> kinds of parties. You know, like orgies and key, whatever. Key parties. You know? <laughs> no, non-Mario parties. Key yes. parties, non-Mario farm parties. parties. You know. No, this looks great. Uh, the the idea of them having two Switch consoles like laid out on yeah, the that, table that was, and like, you mind-blowing. can rearrange them to like arrange the stage that you're actually playing on is yeah, super cool. So cool. It's such a cool can idea. Can you use like eight of them at once? That would be amazing. Who knows? Like, the, the possibilities are endless. a bigger round table. Yes. 
So, uh, yeah, Super Mario Party looks great coming this October 5th, I believe. Any other? No, that's, I'm no, just excited All to right. tap buttons really fast. Uh, there's a Fire <laughs> Emblem game coming, spring 2019. I'm excited for it. I knew that's you really would be. All that I, I knew you would be it. a real Fire Emblem It looks really game. nice. Fortnite is out now on the Switch. It's causing a lot of controversy. Uh, you can't play it if you've linked your Epic account to your Sony account at all, which is horrible, and everybody should be complaining about it. For, for shame, Sony. Sony. For yes. shame. Everyone should contact Sony and tell them. A lot of people the, were blaming the, Epic. The Fortnite, yeah, and they shouldn't be because no. it's not their fault. For, Fortnite, Minecraft, and Rocket League fans need to all band together and just storm the Sony Indeed. headquarters. And I will say I did play some Fortnite Peacefully. on my Switch. It looks great. It plays great, but I only last about 10 seconds before I get killed. And so you had none of your cool cosmetic shit I did shit not have any account. of my cool cosmetic shit. That you I don't, don't actually have. have stuff anyway. Uh, Killer Queen Black coming in 2018. A little indie game. Some pixel art going on. Looks like kind of like a fighter type thing mm, going yeah. on. Uh, Hollow Knight is out now on the Switch. It's a fun uh, game. I have it on PC. Yeah, me too. It's kind of it's a Metroid. I have game. a hard would time actually, getting into I, it. Honestly. I bet it would be a lot better on the Switch than it is on PC. Probably hmm. for sure. Um, Arena of Valor was a game that they announced a while back. That um, it's a MOBA. I think coming yeah. to Switch. Just What's interesting. This? Fall 2018. It's that word that Sony hates. Yeah, right? Minecraft crossplay. The crossplay update for the Switch Minecraft is coming in June. Oh, look at that. Good so job. you can play with everybody but PlayStation people. Dragon Ball Fighter Z coming in 2018 for the Switch, which I didn't know. That's, that's cool because, I mean, that looks like. Yeah, it looks incredible. Graphically really intense. Like you're I'm, playing I'm the Dragon Ball Z it runs cartoon. so nice on the Switch. It looked nice, but it could have just been like the PS4 trailer. Could so we'll have to yeah. see when it actually comes out how yeah, good it is. It's 10 frames per second. Yeah. They didn't actually have like a month even for that one. They just said right. it'll be out this year. <laughs> cool. December thirty first. Yeah, that game's kind of blown up. I guess it's that they do a lot of tournaments. Yeah, the fighting community's it. very happy with. If that. I liked fighting games, I would try it. Uh, the Splatoon two Octo expansion actually dropped this week as like a surprise. Oh, nice. Oh, really? So it's out now. I don't know cool. much about what's going on with it, but uh, Captain Toad Treasure Tracker. It's a Wii U port coming to the Switch with some Super Mario Odyssey stuff built into it. It's coming in July. It's going to be like $40 or something like that. Mm. I'm excited for it because I heard it was really good. Uh, Crash Bandicoot, Bandicoot's coming. Banditoot. Banditoot. Uh, Ninjala is an indie game coming in spring 2019. Didn't really see too much of it. Carcassonne, the board game. There's a digital version coming to Switch. There was, I think looks really there cool. was one on the Xbox 360. Yes, too. yes, there was. It was pretty decent. Yeah. I'm excited to to try it out. I've never played that game. Neither have I. I've heard I would like it a lot, so this might be a good opportunity to check it out. Yeah. Dark Souls Remastered just has a summer 2018 date. SNK Heroines is coming at some point. John, you highlighted Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate. Yeah, because uh, it's Monster Hunter, but yeah. it's on Switch. Yeah, it. I I'm interested to see how this game does because it's more of a pre. Monster Hunter World, Monster Hunter. Yeah. And I don't know that fans of the new mon- newest Monster Hunter will enjoy this as much. Okay. So it'll be a very interesting thing to gauge, mm-hmm. at least. For sure. So uh, Wolfenstein 2 coming at the end of this month, July or June 29th. The World Ends With You was a DS game that's getting an update. I think we talked about it when it got announced, but it will be coming in fall 2018. Mario Tennis Aces, of course, coming that seems cool. June 22nd. 
Um, I'm check that out because I haven't gotten a Switch game in a long time. Yeah. And most importantly, coming December 7th, 2018, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. I'm the only one in the world that doesn't care. John doesn't care I either. I don't really care either, to be honest with you, but I'm probably still going to be better at it than you are. <laughs> Everyone's better at it than me. Part of the reason why I don't care. Uh, I will say... It's awesome that they are bringing literally every character that's been well, in the series ultimate. before. They have to that's with a name like that. So sweet and very cool. Yeah, even uh, Solid Snake, I heard voiced by the original. Dude. Yeah, David Hayter coming yeah. back to do Solid Snake, which but they, is awesome. They trimmed his ass. They a nerfed bit. his butt. Yeah, yeah. There's less snake butt in this game, uh-huh. which is a bummer. <laughs> Uh, snake tail you should see. <laughs> <laughs> the uh they are adding uh splatoon like inkling boy and girl yeah, are gonna cool. be in it those are that's a new character and then they are bringing they're finally bringing ridley from the metroid series in which is something that fans have rumored since probably the nintendo 64 version yeah mm-hmm. uh so that's very cool to see I'm bummed that they spent a half an hour on the game and they didn't talk anything about like a story mode or anything like that. I was really hoping they would do something like that with this one again since they kind of haven't. I mean, maybe they are because it's taking them so long to get it out the door, but I don't know. I don't think it's necessary. I don't think it is, but it's kind of like when they did it on the Wii, it was the best part of that game, in Mm -hmm. my opinion. So I mean, it might interest me. It might make me want to try it out if there was some way for me to ease my way into it yeah um the other thing of note with that is they haven't specified exactly how it's going to happen but gamecube controllers are going to be usable oh for that no they, they, they there's a little more detail there's about a dongle or like oh, okay. a, it's adapter. the same adapter you used with the wii u but it's they're going to re-release it yes they're really hard to find here yep. and yeah, they're going to re-release it. It's just two USB right. ports that you plug into the Switch dock. I assume that also means they'll have free, or like new, not free, new GameCube controllers available yes. for yep. purchase. For That's sure. pretty cool. Yeah. I wouldn't mind just buying one of those to have with my Switch. Yeah. If I can use it to play other games. Yeah, that would yeah, be great. I would imagine. Yeah. I like the GameCube so, controller. I thought it was a great controller. It's, yeah. It's okay. Uh, but yeah, that's it for the big three. Cool. Uh, overall little disappointed in nintendo with the lack of uh metroid yeah news that would have been nice um sony was just kind of a very weird it was a weird presentation microsoft did a great job i mean sony has their own thing now with psx so who like that's why they're not going to pull out all the big guns here yeah well and even psx was kind of weird this this year because they did so much with paris games week so it's it's kind of this E3 was strange in that it feels like it's becoming less relevant because yeah. none of it actually happens at the show anymore. So, yeah. All right. On to multi-platform stuff. Uh, do you guys just want to hit the stuff that we've highlighted? I do, actually. I think I will probably get Battlefield Five. That's cool. Is but it the, is it the the only thing I really care to mention about it is like props to them for like telling everybody to fuck off. Yes, <laughs> yeah. The people, the men's rights activists of the world, have been very angry about the fact that there's a woman in a battlefield game. Yeah, because clearly there were no women in World War Two, and EA straight up came out and were like, "If you don't like that, don't buy this game." And, <laughs> we, uh, we don't care, which is so sweet. The, the moderators of the subreddit that have no affiliation with EA are also like, if you 
bitch about historical accuracy one time, we'll ban you. That's fantastic. It's awesome. Yeah, it's going to be a bummer when the game sells less. Yeah. <laughs> literally well, that, the I mean, th- that right there is one of the reasons why I'll make a point to buy it. That's fair. Plus, it's not going to have a premium pass this time or DLC or whatever. That's that awesome. isn't free. And maybe, just maybe, it'll have a less toxic community to play with. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be great, too. Um, I guess the only other thing that I will say, they did have uh, Vince Zampala of Respawn in the audience to give the name of the Star Wars game they're working on. They literally showed nothing else about it. Well, it's called Jedi Fallen Order. That makes me excited because it makes me think of the old like Jedi Knight games. And yep, it, it takes and place it's made when by uh, Rem Respawn. Respawn, sorry. And it takes and place between three and four. Three and four, yeah, that's what we yeah. do know. Yeah. So some of the Jedi. But the that fact didn't that get Respawn killed. focuses on shooters for the most part, and they're making this game, has me pretty excited. First person Jedi because game. Because those were the best. Outside of like Tie Fighter and X Wing and stuff, those were some of the best. I'm just gonna throw this Star out Wars there. Games. As well as being marveled out, I'm Star Wars out. Yeah, no, because yeah. thanks to and, and it's not it's not because of the amount of content. It's the fan base. I'm oh yeah, just so tired of hearing about how they're so disappointed. Just fucking stop buying the shit. <laughs> just stop. Quit being an asshole. It and sounds just stop. a lot like Bungie fans. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, funny. Hmm. I'm not buying any of the new Bungie stuff. They can hmm. eat a dick. Hmm. Anyways. All right. Uh, yeah. Anthem. Yeah. Anthem. I'm uh, Anthem. I'm super pumped about. I want the more I read about it and the more videos I watch about it. I'm really excited for this game. I wasn't super blown away with the gameplay video, but um, it, I don't know. It, it does look interesting. It. I think it's one that I'm going to need to put my hands on before I can really say if I'm like yeah, that well, pumped about the concept of like. This is a. It's essentially an Iron Man game where you it's, get your Iron Man suits and you like spec them Iron out with Man stuff. Meets the Division meets Bioware Monster games. Hunter, and that all sounds Mass really effect. cool. So I'm down with it. But like with what they've been showing, I don't really feel like I quite get a good feel for how combat will feel, and because you know I I need to play a demo or something, but. Yeah, it, it, I'm optimistic for it. It looks really cool. Everyone who played the hands-on demo said that the movement feels amazing. The actual gameplay, like what you're doing as the yeah. javelin, is really, really cool. I, so I'm excited for that. I also really like the fact that what what they've been describing is that the game is extremely vertical, which is something you mm-hmm. don't really get a lot of now. Like, yeah. I mean, the division, for instance, like you're walking around the streets it's of New York, extremely and, horizontal. Yeah, <laughs> very rarely are you going into buildings and investigating things in. When you do, you're maybe only going up two or three floors or whatever, or you're going down into the sewers. Yep. Like this is like open world, like jungle, like massive landscapes that you can literally like, you can fly as high as the next platform as long as your engine doesn't overheat, and then keep flying to the next platform if you want to. Okay. Uh, and one of the cool things that I saw they were talking about is your engines overheat on your flight. So one of the ways you can avoid that is if you're flying and you fly through a waterfall, it cools the engine to, to mm-hmm. extend the duration at which you can keep flying. That's pretty interesting. Which is awesome. And then if you dive underwater, you can also cool the engines that way. And when you spring out of the water, they're cooled down completely to go to keep going. Hmm. That's a cool element to incorporate in this game. I've, so. Yeah, I've read that the, the flying aspect and the movement in general feels really good. Too. Yeah. And that part seems really exciting to me. It's just like I'm not too keen on the setting, honestly, and I'm not. 
Like, I don't know. I'm just not sold on what, what there's else a lot is of, in the game. It's There's a lot of new to the property, I yeah. think, and a lot of unknown. And well, I think a lot of people were expecting it to be a lot like Destiny, where it's like a group shooter, and it's not. Like It, it is a very single-player-focused game, I but, also but know, you can I mean, group up with friends if you want to. It's largely a different development part of the studio you know but uh it's still like i'm still burnt by the whole mass effect andromeda thing and wondering like i mean obviously they've learned how to use this engine because it looks amazing yeah mass effect andromeda has kind of made me forget what bioware really means nowadays and i don't know exactly how it's going to translate i think that's what they're trying to redeem themselves with is this is supposed to be very like single player focused with like a lot of lore and story and the the only downside of this game that i've heard is that the shooting feels like mass effect andromeda which isn't its strongest point well no i kind of heard that the combat was maybe the stronger point of mass effect that mass effect game at least because like it was everything else that kind that sucked but, but it's not bioware's strong point in no. general shooting that's that's not. fair although the combat in mass effect 2 felt really good and i was okay and with three it. Yeah. it was actually the best in that one i think but um just what it means to have a good story told by bioware doesn't yeah. uh I, I haven't it's been so long since i've played mass effect 2 and 3 that i don't know what that means anymore and gotcha. so i just need something to remind me of that i guess so yeah Cool. All right. Uh, on to Bethesda. Fallout 76. Let's talk about it. I am super pumped for this game. I'm still very skeptical of this game. Brian? I have, uh, yeah, I have my questions Your reservations. about it. Yeah. I watched the, uh, there's a great documentary by No Clip, which is Danny O'Dwyer, who did a bunch of giant, or he worked at GameSpot and did a lot of stuff with Giant Bomb. But, and then he left and founded this company. They did a documentary on the game, and it's the most information that's out there on the game at this point. And it looks very interesting. Hearing them talk about how they had to adapt the way that Fallout worked for an online setting. The idea that like they literally called the character in Fallout 4 Atlas because he is holding up the entire world. Like the programming is built around the character that you play. Right. It is not a world that exists for your character to be in. It is a world that evolves around your character in terms of the programming. So they had to like delink the world from the character, make a map that several people could come and be in. Hearing about all that, and the care that they took to do it and the way that they're making it feel like a Fallout game I think looks great. I just don't know how much I care about a Fallout game where I can't use VATS. I can understand that, but I also think that they're... I mean, same thing with Skyrim. You know, How many times did I sit and play Skyrim or Fallout 3 or New Vegas and say to myself... I really wish I had friends that I could play this with. You know, I really wish I had friends that could come around with me and quest and like do these things. Mm -hmm. And I, as soon as they showed the four characters in power, four different sets of power armor, Mm -hmm. like running through the jungle, or not jungle, all owned by Gojo. You have to rent them. I just (laughs) hanger of from Gojo Solutions. Yes, yeah. It uh, that hooked me. I was like, okay, I'm in. Like that's cool. Like that. 
like and then the fact that you can nuke other people's shit like i'm so yeah. about that so that's that's supposedly the end game yeah is the idea that you have to collect the codes are... to actually launch the nuke and then when you launch the nuke you can just go blow up other people's stuff like that's well i think it launches awesome. some sort of like higher level it does it, it causes fallout too. and you end up having to fight these radiated enemies and uh and you know i'd assume maybe some humans too or something i don't know like some some ghouls, but uh, I think higher end loot comes out of those too, because of the fact that this is like I think this is supposed to be the first vault that opened. Yes, and so that means there aren't any real human NPCs out in the world. Right. Yeah, they've kind of. That's the part that I'm mostly worried about. Like, yeah. what am I going to be doing? Just wandering around with my friends? Well, they they the way that they describe it in the documentary is that they have removed raiders because they didn't think that like there would be raiders out there, but there are a group of ghouls that are almost feral like they okay. they use weapons they're kind of the human stand-in here oh okay so that like there there are there are there's human-like creatures well, i but, would just wonder like if they say there's quests but how can you have quests without npcs well so they're like one of the things they were talking about is the fact that like in west virginia it was the site of like the original presidential uh fallout shelter hmm and how that's underneath like the Greenbrier Hotel or something like that. There is some hotel in this game that you will be able to go underneath. There's like something going on that like it seems like it's about the exploration of the environments that yeah. You're I in. mean the environments look amazing, and I definitely want to run around exploring them. I just wonder like how much of the the RPG that I know of in Fallout is actually still there. Well, there's also like a bunch. Well, still, there's going to be people in the vault. Like, yeah, it's presu- it, presumably, it, like you will be interacting with some people at some point. But whether or not it's like it's just other players. And they or said there's there's dozens of players. We don't know exactly what that means, but dozens of players per server supposedly. Yeah. Uh, I heard that the majority of the quest giving and lore is going to be delivered via um, holotapes. Mm-hmm. So you'll collect them as you're exploring, put them in your pit boy, and it tells you like, oh, hey, you should go about this particular quest line, blah, 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 blah. I assume that it would be the sort of thing where like your overseer in your vault is basically giving you directions on how to start the new world mm-hmm. almost. You know, yeah. like, hey, find these supplies and but we need that to build this just, thing. And it's just telling you how to build shit and then that'll be the whole game maybe but i mean i don't think that's going to be the whole game and i think they know that if if that's all they gave people to play with that people would be very disappointed i think from what the the wording that they were using in that documentary it kind of made it sound like we want you to have fun with whatever you decide to do that day whether it is go collect resources to make a thing you want to make whether it is go explore an area that you haven't been to yet uh they want you to have options and how yeah. you want to play the game and have fun doing it. I don't uh, know. I the mean, way if you do accept a position at Gojo Solutions, you will be bringing him all of your crafting materials, but you get to go out and play the game and probably rent power armor. He'll, yeah, if he'll you craft need it. things for you. Yeah, if he deems your mission necessary, I, if he just, authorizes you for power armor use. I think with our group of friends, we will have a lot of fun playing this game. For sure. That and I don't really necessarily doubt that, but and I don't and this I don't think like 
if you don't have a group of friends to play this with, I don't think you're going to have a bad time playing it either. I think it'll be a really fun... I think it can be a really fun solo experience too, but I feel like, again, I can't count how many times I've played games like this where I'm like, I really wish I had friends to play with too. See, but like, so. my, I guess my main reservation here is that I feel like Fallout 4 started to get away from what i loved in fallout 3 in new vegas and i feel like this is a continuing step in that direction the idea that it becomes about collecting junk and crafting and making areas and that kind of thing like it there's there's a there's an element of storytelling missing in fallout 4 for me and and i would like to go back and play more of it and see there's, if i can there's find a lot it of somewhere. good side quests and stuff absolutely like the original. absolutely but the fact that this is like an online game where it sounds like they're not going to be that many humans i'm worried and and i i'm interested to see what it becomes but it feels like fallout is becoming a thing that i don't necessarily want it to be and that's okay because sometimes things change, uh, and I'll still have Fallout 3, but, you know. Mm-hmm. Any other thoughts on Fallout 76? No, I'm excited. I'm pretty sure we're all getting it. Yeah, for sure. Probably on PlayStation, yeah. unless there's cross-play. If, there's, if it's cross-platform, I'm definitely getting it on PC. Yeah. Uh, John, you highlighted Elder Scrolls Blades. Yeah, uh, so Elder, Elder Scrolls Blades is going to be a mobile Elder Scrolls uh, that is free that you can play on your phone or your iPad or your tablet or they're saying it'll work from fo- all the way from phones up to high-end VR. So it's going to be cross-platform, cross-play. Supposedly, you can play with friends via the arena mode. There is a single-player dungeon campaign that good. is, uh, is if I if I recall correctly, the dungeon, I think they call it uh, the Abyss. Hmm. And it's all procedurally generated. That's cool. Randomized dungeons, which is pretty cool. And then there's also a town building sim. So uh, it's not a full-fledged Elder Scrolls, but it's supposedly it's free. pretty damn good for being free. Well, why is it free? It what are they looks, selling us? It looks really... Probably cosmetic stuff. Sweet-looking armor. Who knows? Um, but it, the... XP boost. From what I was reading about people who had actually had a chance to play it at E3, they said it looks amazing on mobile. That's so, cool. It, uh, it, I mean, they're playing it on mobile here. It, it looks pretty good. You don't it, know if they actually It looks interesting. No, this is on a computer that has like $30,000 worth of graphics just, cards yeah. in it. They're streaming it to the tiny little mobile screen. Yeah. Yeah, this is their blockchain computer. Yeah, yep. well, I'd probably just play it on PC anyways. Yeah. Yep. Anyways, Starfield... Starfield. Uh, People are really excited about this, this one. This could be my... It could shape up to be the the best game ever. So pumped. <laughs> so pumped. It's it's supposedly just... It's it's Bethesda doing like a space game. Yeah, that's, that's like all I my need dream to know. Yeah, it's, it's just going to be... It's going to be No Man's Sky the way No Man's Sky should have been. I mean, this and Cyberpunk are probably the only games I'll ever need. Well, the thing is... Out. Yeah, this game... Uh, they, they did say this is their... This is a next generation game. So we won't see this for a so long time. So it probably won't be out for maybe up to like five years or something at this point. But, you know, it'll give you something to play in the intervening 60 years until Cyberpunk comes out. So it's gonna be very interesting <laughs> i'm there, there there is some leaked info out there no idea what's real and what's not this is a game that's been long rumored at least like people thought it was going to be announced last year at, at e3 we know it's real now now we know it's real yeah um but it sounds like it's been something they've been working on for a while and it just looks great i'm 
Yeah. Looks great. It's going to be cool. <laughs> There's literally Sound, nothing to see. <laughs> sounds like a good idea. Yes. I'm it just sounds imagining fantastic. it'll be Skyrim in space, and that's all I need. That's all you need. Speaking of Skyrim, Skyrim 2 was announced. <laughs> it's called The Elder Scrolls 6. Uh, yeah. This is literally the only game that Gojo wants. Yeah, I uh, I probably like I am guessing it is going to be Skyrim two essentially because they use the same music. That's the like. <laughs> I um, think they just haven't made any new music yeah. yet. <laughs> There's been some screenshot <laughs> comparisons dum, 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 for dum. this area and like part of uh, ESO, and I think they were saying it might be High Rock, High Rock or Hammerfell. I thought. Oh, interesting. Yeah, like those two mountain peaks, they line up perfectly with that theory. Yeah, so they said this is coming after Starfield. Yeah. So after next so gen. Twenty thirty. Yeah, who knows? But uh I mean how many people do they have working there? I don't know. But <laughs> so they I mean they have a lot of people working on Fallout seventy six and they will probably have some kind of live team working on that, but I assume once ever I think they said in that documentary once seventy six is released, all of the like team is shifting to starfield essentially so mm. they have five people working on elder scrolls six <laughs> <laughs> it's literally just a video editor who's like let me take a clip from yeah. the elder scrolls online cinematic i mean this really for is- my reel in college i'm just gonna gussy it up a bit it's just a reworked version of skyrim yeah and we'll take some skyrim music and skyrim next gen bam yep uh doom eternal yeah, the sequel to Doom 2016, Doom 2: Hell on Earth again. Yes, <laughs> I'm, I'm pumped for this. This no. is exactly what I wanted. They were listening to me. <laughs> they called you. Thank to you, consult. Bethesda. Yeah, you're actually the you're the Hellmouth. That was the demon we heard earlier. Mm-hmm. It's coming out through you. You will you will be where Doom on Earth yes. begins. I really loved Doom 2016, and I'm happy to see more of that coming down the line here. Yeah. No, looks great. And this looks insane. <laughs> it uh, it seems like the next logical step for yeah. Doom. So, I yeah. my only thing that I'm hoping for, I mean, basically more of the same but crazier. Fine. Yep. But I would like them to take a moment and either just scrap the multiplayer or do something, and do more with the snap map, mm. or uh, add co-op to the campaign. Or make like a new deathmatch mode that's actually like old school deathmatch. Those are the things I would like. Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, yeah. Other than that, it's perfect. No, it it looks like it'll be fantastic. They're aiming for the right thing. The uh, the they said that they're going to reveal more about it at QuakeCon. Yeah. So there's not. It's August 10th. So there's not a whole lot out there yet. Cool. But they'll. Yeah. All, all these games will probably have some more stuff released about them at QuakeCon. I would imagine. Yep. Uh, Rage Two, Brian. Looks really cool. Still pumped. I didn't really care for the original Rage. I tried to get into it many times. I think maybe I put like five hours into it total. Yeah. <clears throat> um, it looked really great for the time, but it was just boring. There was just too much downtime in between the the action which the action was actually good the driving was kind of meh but um and it came out like pretty much the same time as fallout 3 i think yeah or one of the fallouts something like that um or no it was borderlands maybe i think it was one of the borderlands games that came out yeah yeah and borderlands just 
is so much better. Ate its lunch. This looks like a good like mix between Borderlands and Rage and Mad Max. Yeah. And um yeah, it, it looks it cool. Looks I mean, it looks like it's, Doom. Actually, it looks like it's got a little more like art to it. Like it's a little more distinctive, and, yeah. and there's, it just seems like a very yeah. interesting. Like the world. voiceover for this whole thing is basically like, yeah, there's no. We just cut the bullshit, and it's just like balls to the wall, fucking crazy action shit. That's basically what the the voiceover is saying. You can't hear. Cool. Yeah, it looks very colorful too. Yeah, which, which is, is awesome. Good for, yeah. That type of setting because it tends to be a bit washed out. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like with Mad Max, Fury Road, the movie, and uh, yeah, Wolfenstein Youngblood. Uh, it's like the it's kind of like the 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 new order and the old blood of Wolfenstein mm-hmm. Two. Yeah, it's like kind of a standalone game, but like smaller experience coming out with co-op. Yeah, yeah, it it's takes place built around co-op, I guess, but you don't have to play it that way. Takes place in the eighties. It's BJ's sons, and it's daughters. kind of daughters, daughters, twin daughters. Oh, interesting. Sorry, BJ's daughters, yep. and it's kind of what would be happening in the eighties if BJ were to fail his mission. I hear. And so. yeah, I mean, I don't know who wouldn't be excited about playing some co-op Wolfenstein, killing Nazis in the eighties. Yeah. It that it seems like a great idea, you know. It's interesting that it hasn't happened previously. <laughs> so <laughs> that's coming in twenty nineteen. Um and that's great. I don't know anything about that cyber pilot game. Yeah, yeah, who knows? They're making a VR Wolfenstein game. Or Wolfenstein experience. It'll probably be not good. Yeah, from what people were saying that have played it. Uh Square Enix. You got? Is there some? No, chat? I was just gonna say Square uh, showed nothing. They kind of shit the bed this yeah. year. No, no. Uh, not only did you get to see the same Kingdom Hearts trailer like three times, <laughs> almost, but also uh, no Final Fantasy VII remake information, which is all anybody really wanted. Yeah, they did show some more Shadow of the Tomb Raider, uh, which Brian wanted to talk about. Um. I am really excited for this game, but this trailer kind of looked like butt. Like it, the graphically, like it just doesn't look like oh, really? as good as Rise of the Tomb Raider did, in a lot of ways. But lends more credence to John's theory that uh, that trailer we saw at the announcement was live action. Now this part looks fine. It's just the the gameplay, I, mean, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> the gameplay part just didn't look right. But I, I have a feeling it was just like an early build or something yeah. they were using for the gameplay. Because, I mean, this looks awesome, actually. I yeah. didn't even see this trailer. Yeah, I don't know. This is the this is the official gameplay trailer. I'm not really worried out. about it like other people are, though. No, I it, assume it's going to be great. Yeah. Because the last two were... Yeah, they didn't let us down. It just seems like such a known quantity, but it does look like a, like a little bit of a different setting than the previous two it's, games. At it's least, a so. huge uh, open jungle space that you get to explore, I guess. Very cool. Very cool. Yep. Uh, all right. And then, yeah, that's literally all we're going to talk about with Square Enix. Ubisoft, or Ubisoft, excuse me, 
the Division Two, John? Yeah, I'm really pumped for the Division Two. Uh, it takes place in DC in the summer, which is a nice contrast to New York in the winter. Yeah, yeah. a lot of extra uh, lighting options. There. Yeah, it looks a little more open, which is kind of cool. Um, one of the things I saw that that really kind of like piqued my interest was the ability that once you reach your max level, you then can specialize into different roles. I don't remember what the roles are, but that idea of being able to then like become a specialist in a particular area is kind of cool. Um, but yeah, it just, uh, it looks like more of the same of the division, which I like the division and more the, of the same. Very. It's a lot prettier though. Yeah. The, the game has, uh, has come a long way since launch. So I'm excited to, to actually like, that's that's been the hard thing is like we all played it at launch and then like for it to have changed as much as it has for to jump back into it is like super difficult. Mm. I've tried to several times now yeah. and I just can't really it doesn't quite grab me the same because it like the learning curve is different now. Mm. Um, so I think just being able to start fresh will will uh, will be kind of cool. Mm. Um, yeah, and we know that UB's been taking care of their games a little bit better, fleshing them out, making them better games after they get released yeah. too. Uh, Speaking of which, the this game is confirmed to have like a year's worth of DLC for free. For free, yeah. The yeah. first year's for which free. Which is exciting. Yeah. Three bigger content drops. Yeah, it definitely looks cool. Um, they kind of, what I heard is they brought more practicality to the bullet sponge idea for enemies. Oh, really? A lot of people. That's, a, that's very important to me. Well, yeah. So a lot of people complain about the bullet sponge enemies. And what it is is now, like, you know, like weaker enemies go down a lot faster. And the ones that are bullet sponges are actually wearing armor. And as you chip away at their armor, it falls off their body and they become easier to kill. Okay. That makes so sense. So they made it a more practical approach as to like how to fight these particular styles You're of enemies. You're not just shooting another dude Clearly who takes more bullets exactly, than you. Exactly, yeah. They must be playing on PC. So it's a, it's pretty cool. Like I, I'm excited. Like I, I think I will pick this up on PC as opposed to a console um, because I, want, I feel like this game, these third-person style games, I feel I play better with a mouse and keyboard. Like I definitely play Fortnite it's better a, than yeah. I do... Uh, on, on a console, so I I'm, I want to play this for sure. I think it's going to be sweet. Um, I like the idea that it's in DC because yeah. that was one of the things I liked about Fallout Three was it was in DC. Seeing yeah. the landmarks and uh, you know going in the different buildings and it's just kind of cool to for have sure. that like be a part of the game. Confirmed that, you play. that if we play on PC, we will get the Zach buff. Too. That's good. Yep. So yeah, uh, and the next one I wanted to talk about is Mario Plus Rabbids Donkey Kong Adventure. Uh, I love the Mario Plus Rabbids game. It is one of my favorite games of last year. and Or is that, was that this year? It was, was last this year. year. Last year? Yeah. Yeah. I love that game. I think it's fantastic. Um, I really want to play this one. <laughs> it's, yeah, just, so, it's a DLC for that game. It is it? a DLC. Okay. Yeah. yeah so, paid paid DLC, you do get Donkey Kong is a character. In yeah. It. Is, uh, That's awesome. I think some of the other Kongs, too, but I'm not sure. Diddy Kong. I think you're trying to take down, uh, what do they call him? Do they call him Cranky Kong? The rabid Donkey Kong copy? Oh, I don't remember. I think that's kind of the whole purpose of the game Cranky is to go and, and take down the, the, the Donkey Kong I need Kong to play more imitation. this game. Yeah, but it's like, again, this is a game that like everybody kind of laughed at when it was announced and it ended up being you know one of my favorite games of last year and I'm really excited that it's getting such a good response and again you have Nintendo lending their trust to Ubisoft to have them come up with something cool well and, and they are I'm happy to see Ubisoft giving their or Ubisoft sorry I, Ubi. it was it Ubisoft, was Ubisoft. U, ubiquitous software was their name so it should be Ubi I guess but um it's interesting and cool to see them giving this the same treatment of a division or 
uh, Rainbow Six Siege or these other games that are receiving like year three DLC and stuff like yeah. that to to give it a longer tail, even though it's like a Nintendo property and on the Switch. Well, that's the I thing. Is, I mean, it, it it must have sold really well. Looks you know, like they put a oh, lot of sure. work into it if they they're gonna have all these fancy environments. Yeah, it looks really. Stuff. It looks huge. It looks like it's gonna be a ton of fun, and I'm really pumped to play it. It's um, just great that Ubisoft is kind of uh, they've got this clear mission, and we're seeing them literally use it to yeah. its fullest potential. For it's sure, yeah. awesome. Cool. Next, Skull and Bones. Brian? Yeah, I think I might be the only one that's kind of excited about that. I'm not it excited, looks... but it does look kind of cool. Yeah, it looks like yeah. Sea of Thieves with a video game in it. Yeah, <laughs> basically. <laughs> but, ex- I mean, you get your own ship in this. Yeah, you're, you're, yeah. That, that's like the it's... main difference. I feel like, you're right, though. I feel like this is going to actually be a game. Like, yeah. it'll be fun, and there will be a lot to do. And it's pirates. I mean, that was really mean to see of these, which is a game that I really like and appreciate. I do like it. It's just there's not much to do. Yeah, and that's like that's the problem. Sea of Thieves is the experience of being able to or trying to get along and work as a team. <laughs> that's like what Sea of Thieves is about, and yeah. just the the fun and the absurdity of the whole situation. But this just looks like a pirate game. Pirate ship RPG. I want that because can, there's not enough pirate shit in the it, world. It, can you roll in a crew of other friends with pirate ships? Yes. Okay. You can. But you can't. You can't all like command or work on the same ship. It's correct. A, a okay. fleet. That's you, a little bit of a bummer, but I think it's an interesting distinction. Yeah. You you have your own ships, and it's like a it's a mix too. I guess it's like a PVE PVP situation. Yeah. Like it's all mixed together. Um. And you got yeah, you can work together with people to take down AI ships, and then they can turn on you like they can in Sea of Thieves, kind of. That's very cool. Um, it, yeah. it just and it, it looks it, really good, and I know that the that the the Assassin's Creed ship tech is good from yeah, Black it's Flag. Solid, and, like and Black Flag's ship combat was a lot of fun, and I'm sure this will just be more of that with even more depth. Yes. But is there... more customization. Look at all those people like on the crew Yeah, that's and pretty stuff. crazy. It's pretty wild. Is there like off-ship off exploration, I think so. Though, like they just showed like in the that? beginning like, the dude walking through yeah, the town. Yeah, but like there could just be a social point. You know what I mean? I don't know. Like, that's not particularly important to me. Like that's... I have Sea of Thieves if I want to do that. I can do it in Sea of Thieves. Yeah, it looks like they're it, like most of the it's stuff is on the ship. It's largely on the ship. So, but that's that's fine. No, well, it looks cool. It's like a spaceship game, except you know, pirate ships. <laughs> this is I'm sorry. This is a hunting grounds. So this might be like a specific like gameplay section. At yeah, least. it is. No. I guess there's certain areas of the world that are like sectioned off. Maybe. I don't Maybe know. Yeah, I don't know. That are PvP enabled. Yeah, I do want to mention before we jump into Assassin's Creed, um, Starlink Battle for Atlas. They are going to have Star Fox in that. Yeah, so yeah. they're again. crossover. Yeah, which is pretty cool. I thought they were making a new Star Fox game. Mm-hmm. Like I only caught the tail end of that. I mean, that's it looks like. What it looks yeah, like. it looks like basically it's the same a Star kind Fox of game. game. Yeah, which is I mean that like the only bummer to me is that it looks like this is a game that was in development while like all the Toys to Life stuff was going on because you buy it and there's like physical figures and like a ship that you reconfigure. Yeah. To change your ship in the game, which is a cool idea, 
but I'm kind of over all that stuff now. Yeah, I don't so need any of that. I wonder how. I wonder if you can play gonna... it without any of that crap. It, you can, Probably. but you like it's like I heard that it was like a you can digitally buy the the parts, but That's... you have to buy them. Nah, I'm not interested don't... then. Yeah, so well, I don't know. We have to see. We'll have to see. But anyway, uh, yeah. Assassin's Creed. Yeah, Ass Creed Odyssey. Sounds like a ton of fun. I was, uh, a, yeah, a little worried that there's another Assassin's Creed game already, but, well, you can talk about this because you marked that. Yeah, I, I mean, I also was worried because we thought everybody thought, oh, no, like Ubisoft's going down the road of doing annual releases again, and it's going to be, like, diluted somehow. But I think, uh, I think this game probably just picks up somewhere along the lines where uh, origins like left off in terms of like I, they were probably developing them side by side i would assume well and i i have heard that the uh limited real world components that were in origins this is like a continuation of okay that. cool i don't know much but i i have heard that the character that you play as in the real world of origins is in this game and cool so yeah i just i dig it i uh the assassin's creed games have never let me down but that's because i skipped the bad ones yeah so <laughs> it looks like they're folding some of the ship stuff back in potentially yeah, yeah. Um, you actually have your own ship in this game okay that's cool that's your like home base um you can play as a, a brother or a sister um yeah very controversial, you know, more, and more women in games. You can I don't know if it's realistic that there would be a woman in Greek times. Yeah. I'm yeah. being sarcastic. There are no women in video games, man. <laughs> there were no women in Greece. Um, the other thing is you can bang anybody. Yeah. Which is very realistic to Greek times. Yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> I heard the Waypoint guys talking about accurate. it. I heard the Waypoint guys talking about it. He was talking about how he was playing as Alexios, which is the man of the sibling uh, okay. unit, I guess. Unit. I don't know how to say what I was trying to say. But uh, the, he was talking about how he was talking to some like Roman commander, or some, I don't know, some commander with the ship. And he was basically, he accidentally hit the option that had like a little heart next to it. And he was like, this conversation took a real turn that I did not expect it to turn. He's like, so what would you do if you were commanding me on your ship or something? <laughs> I was like, that sounds hilarious. I kind of want to just play through that just to mess around. Yeah, with. that's awesome. I mean, I haven't finished Origins. I'm still like somewhat interested in it. Every once in a while I think about it, I'm like, oh, I want to go back and play some more. Yeah. But I can't play too much of it at one time for some reason. Yeah. But uh, this Is game it, actually it, looks it, more interesting get, to me because this, they're going to go full-on RPG with it. Yeah. There's like dialogue trees. Yeah. I think your main character, uh, outside of the name being like chosen for you, I think you get to customize the look and stuff of the character. That's cool. Or at least you definitely can customize all the clothing and stuff like that. And it's got a full skill tree and, and choice supposedly matters a lot as far as your dialogue situation cool, and like yeah. which quests you do hmm. they're borrowing a lot even more so i would say from the witcher 3 than they did in origins that's cool very nice uh yeah. sekiro shadows die twice new this from software game awesome uh looks very cool very uh you know ninja-y kind of tenchu ish yeah um yeah. but 
I, the the main thing that I've heard people say is like the biggest wow factor with this game is the fact that there is verticality to it. Yes, like you it's a Souls game that has jumping. The, there's a jump button. <laughs> Apparently, your arm is missing or whatever, and you can like replace it with a grappling a machine hook gun? or like oh. maybe <laughs> a grappling hook or an axe, I guess. Interesting. And yeah, it, that's pretty awesome. Like I like grappling hooks a lot in video games. Yeah, it looks beautiful. I look forward to being killed many times while playing. Well, I this think game. they're they're doing something different with the death in this game too. Oh, really? As opposed to like a standard Souls game. As long as it doesn't take an hour to reload after you die, like in Bloodborne, I think. We'll <laughs> and be it's okay. very much uh, based on like real parrying and stuff, and not like Souls style parrying. Okay, interesting. No, it looks cool. It looks like a like a Souls game where traversal is like an actual, yeah, like thing you do. You're not just kind of. I I've seen some like stealth kills and stuff too. So That's it definitely awesome. has like a ninja element. So yeah, it should be a different, different kind of from software game. It looks great. It looks it great. Definitely I'll looks try it definitely looks like a from software game. Yeah. Mm. Well, and, but it, it looks. It, I mean that it, it totally it's the most like, uh, vibrant world we've seen in a from software game, which has me excited about it. Like well, some of the areas in Dark Souls Three were yeah, pretty see, vibrant. Like that, I might, I might have missed out on that because that I did part right play. there, I think, is why people are speculating about them treating death differently because this he dies in this scene and then he comes back oh yeah interesting so uh yeah that looks creepy whatever the hell that yeah, is. yeah i don't like the giant millipede thing <laughs> it just reminds me of the giant millipede thing that was in neo and that was one of my least favorite boss fights I, I didn't think that one was too bad i think i fought that it one. was just annoying i had to it was it. annoying that was the one there was like a bunch of electricity everywhere yeah, yeah it was super annoying uh sekiro coming in 2017 um John, Dying Light 2. I'm so pumped for Dying Light yeah. 2. Techland has popped its head up from making other Dying Light 1 DLC yeah, to, to say well, we're making another game. This it just the this demo that they showed off, I don't know. Is this supposed all, to be the same city? It doesn't I, really I don't look know. Like it. I don't think so. I think it's another area of the world that was affected by the plague. Okay. But it's uh it's gonna be choice driven game where the things you choose to do, the people you help the you know there's different factions and as you choose sides it will have an effect on the world and its development which is kind of cool mm-hmm. so it gives a little more consequence to what you're doing you're not just running around killing zombies uh you know gathering supplies for yourself and the settlement that you have like you actually have to like figure out if you're going to work with the gangster side of people or if you're going to work for the good people or whatever um it just it looks dying light was an amazing game it was one of my favorite games uh, in the early. Oh shit! There's a vehicle actually moving. Yeah, it's it's a very it's a much more lived in world this time around. Yeah, it looks so. like there's a lot more people. Uh, the one of the big things that, uh, you know, the the video game press noted was well, that's that super cool. Chris Avalone is the narrative designer for the game. He's the man who worked on Fallout Two, Baldur's Gate, Planescape Torment. A That's bunch of other very games. Very interesting. Yeah. Planescape Torment has a great narrative to it. So, so it's going to have a much better story this time around. Yeah, yeah, so. it looks great. I'm I'm really excited for it. I love the first Dying Light, and I I I didn't even know they were making another one. Yeah, I didn't yeah, quite so. finish it, but I definitely put like at least thirty plus hours into that game. 
and it was fun while I, it lasted. I'm really intrigued by the fact that they didn't show like any zombies in this. Yeah, I didn't yeah. even think about that. Maybe it's less about that this time around. Uh, I think that's mostly the nighttime, the nighttime stuff. stuff. Yeah, because they made a they made a point to say, you know, we 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 made nighttime matter in the first one, and it's going to be a bigger, like an even bigger shift in this game. I believe. Yeah, that so. was definitely one of the cooler aspects of the original. So. Yeah, no. Uh, it looks it looks great. It Indeed. sounds like they're doing a lot of very interesting stuff with it too. All the zombies are actually too. twelve feet tall. They now. talked about how any choice that you make here is going to have lots of other, um, like it will affect butterfly effect. The wider, things. yeah, exactly. So that's very awesome. Uh, let's come back to this one yeah. briefly. Destiny Forsaken. Cade six dies permanently. Yeah, that's whatever. Are they going to get rid of? Uh... Yeah, I think so. He's done. They're done. Destiny's done. You don't, it's over. You're just saying that shit. <laughs> I think he's just going to become Cade 7. They actually, no, they came out and said Cade 6 is permanently dead. Well, yeah, Cade 6, but then there's Cade 7. What if they don't bring him back? It sounded like they have definitively said Cade is gone. Like, after this, he's gone. Like, I don't think he's coming back. Because they don't want to... Um, Probably don't want to pay Nathan Fillion anymore. Yeah. Yeah. They can't afford it because nobody's buying the game now, so... <laughs> Anyways, whatever. All right. That's Some dude on Reddit that. called the whole premise of the entire game, so who cares? Whatever. It's going to cost everyone 150 bucks to play. Uh, nobody cares. Brian, you highlighted it. Did you have anything you wanted it to say? It doesn't matter. John summed it up quite well. <laughs> I think I'm excited for the new Gambit mode. I'm it not cool. buying any more of Destiny. I'm done. I'm going to have a hard time playing because yeah. I won't know anyone. No, you won't. Corey's going to play. Play with Corey and his friend. Resident Evil 2 remake. Resident Evil 2 remake looks dope. Super it, it looks dope. Really cool. Oh my god. I'm really excited because I never played any of those games other than five, and five wasn't one no. of the better ones. I know for fact. <laughs> this is my favorite Resident Evil. I would have played seven by now, but I'm still holding out on them VR maybe making a VR PC. one for PC. But I I just don't think it's gonna happen at this point. Uh Willie's the biggest Resident Evil fan that I know, and and he's Super hyped for this game. I love the fact that there's a PlayStation in the trailer. I didn't realize that. <laughs> um, but they appear to have taken. Not only is this the story of two, but it's the it's some of the gameplay from four, and it feels like it has the atmosphere of seven. And so, kind of taking nice. those bits and pieces of some of the best games of the series and wrapping them all together, uh, just makes it look great and. I'm super excited for it too. Capcom had a surprisingly good year. Like this is a good E3 for Capcom. They showed off Devil May Cry at the Xbox conference, which we didn't talk about. Uh, they had Mega Man, and they had this, and people are talking about the stuff that they showed, which is awesome. And yeah, rare. like one of the things they're really talking about is how weird Leon looks in this trailer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, they said Leon and Claire both look really stupid, and they hate it. Like that's like the internet being dumb. Uh, this looks awesome. The that fact rat that people cool as hell. The, the things that people choose to get angry about with these games is just astounding to yeah. me. Like it's yeah. just like why even bother wasting the energy on great. this kind of crap? Uh, what I do like about this Resident Evil is, from what I've seen, uh, there is full uh, 
dismemberment. Dismemberment. Yeah. yeah, like you can literally blow out an elbow on a zombie, and their arm will just dangle. Like they won't be able awesome. to use like the their lower half of their arm, and then you can take out their kneecaps, and like you can literally just like you know Black Knight from Monty Python these zombies <laughs> to the point of them being a stump with a head. All I want to know is if there's that DeLorean that's at the start of the game in the P- in the PlayStation version. <laughs> it's literally just a set decoration. But anyway, it looks great. Uh, and then I guess finally, the the game of the show, I guess. I think we all were super pumped about this game. Yeah. Jump so Force. It's, it's, it's the official Midwest Game Nerds we're game of the show. We're super pumped for Jump Force. Yeah. So yes. pumped. Oh, my God. Yeah, I can't it's like wait. every anime combined. I cannot wait to Naruto the hell out of some One Piece fools. Yeah. But really, we're talking about Cyberpunk 2077. Yes, we are. By CD Projekt Red. It is a first-person Cyberpunk RPG based on the tabletop RPG game Cyberpunk 2020. Uh, it looks amazing. There have been... Glowing reviews of the gameplay demo, demo which apparently they is a full a, build they did of a, the game. They, well, they did a 50-minute gameplay demo behind closed doors for people. Um, and I kind of heard the like when the Waypoint guys talked about it, they said they talked to the dude who was giving the demo, and he was like, good luck at making this game that you just promised to all these people here. And the dude from, from CD Projekt Red was like... <sighs> <laughs> yeah, that's what happens when we get home from E3. <laughs> so it sounds like they made this like slice here of gameplay and they got to go and like fill out the rest of the world and figure out the quest. And like it, it seems like there's a lot of work there's, to still be done. The but, questing, like yeah. that's so split screen did an interview with the main quest developer for CD Projekt Red. It's a really cool interview to listen to. That's cool. Uh, and they did another one with one of the other devs on the game. I don't remember what he particularly worked on, but it's uh, it's just super cool that they this this game is super ambitious, and if there's any company that's going to be able to pull it off, I feel like CD Projekt Red yeah, will do I, it. I don't have any doubt after watching... Like, I played all the Witcher games. I didn't play a lot of the original one because I got to it a little too late. Yeah. It felt a little janky. Um, the second one I played through all the way, and it was like a huge progression. Um, step up in like quality and storytelling, everything. Um, the third one just blew my mind, and I still like think about it. I'm like, do I really want to play these other games I have when I could just go back and play more Witcher? Right. Because right. I have the two DLCs, and they're like another 25 to 30 hours a piece, I think. Yeah, I have Game of the Year edition on Xbox for Witcher really? 3, and I haven't. I've I barely, didn't even know that. I've barely touched it. I'm excited to have a little more science fiction buy-in to one of their games. Because yeah. that's just, as as I continue to state, I, that's what I care also, about Also, I mean, I really like first-person RPGs, too. Yeah. I like that one of the attributes that you can spec out is called cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I also like the fact that the experience system that they use to level you is called street, street cred. cred. Like yeah. that. Like, <laughs> well, I think I, isn't that a separate? I think there's like two progressions. There's Maybe like the yeah, experience, there and then there's street cred. Well, and there's there's also three different archetypes of players or characters that you can be classes, quote unquote. Uh, one of them is the it's called the solo, and then there's the um, shit. I'm drawing a total blank now. Solo. Some kind of like tech, N- not solo, like tech together, one, and then one that's like so. The solo one is more of like a a, a heavy, like 
smasher warrior style and then the tech one is more of like they're gonna hack things and then the other one is like something about net hacking like, yeah. like net code or something like that <laughs> and the net code one is one that actually uses like the net code to like influence other characters using the neural network uh that's cool i will yeah. say though this game could live or die on whether it has good hacking mini games it'll live or die on the very fact that it may never come out type of game <laughs> It'll come out. Yeah, I listed the release date as 2077 on their spreadsheet. <laughs> it's accurate. Um, accurate. Because for all we know, that's when it's uh, It'll be February 22nd. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was... Uh, We're all really excited for this game. Super excited. The lack of a date sucks, but I get it. They, they, they work on their games until they're ready, and I can respect that, mm-hmm. so... I mean, if The Witcher Three is any indication as to like what we're in for, I give them all the time in the world, I suppose. Oh, they're supposed to be driving too. Yeah, third yeah. person driving. Uh, and there will be plenty of you. Do get to design the way your character looks, even though it is a set character name V. Just v. Uh, you can be male or female. Male or yeah. female. Uh, and there are plenty of... like People were like, oh, how am I going to even see my character if it's first person? Look and they the were mirror. like, there are plenty of ways to see your character, whether it's in reflections or in cut scenes and Menu. things like that. Menu. Like, when you're driving the car, it's third person. Like, there are opportunities to see your character. So... You know, fleshing it out the way you want it to be does actually matter to an extent. I'm so excited for us to play this game, and John's like, yeah, I didn't actually get to any of the game. I was just designing the character for 30 hours. I, I spent 30 to 40 hours designing my character to look exactly like me, but with bionic arms. That'd be pretty good. So, yeah. Um, any yeah. any final E3 thoughts while we wrap There's this up? There's going to be another Hitman game. That's cool. Yeah, when yeah. Hitman Two is coming. There's a, a you new can, Mega Man. I think there's a demo that you get to play if you pre-order, and it has like a co-op thing in it mm-hmm. where one of you is a sniper and the other one's like on the oh, actual cool. field. But anyway, interesting. Overcooked Two. Overcooked I'll Two. I'll pick coming. it up this time. Uh, yeah, it'll be good. No, it's gonna have online play. I think it was a good. There's a lot of great games coming, and that's awesome. I think it's a weird E3 in that they're still trying to figure out what they are now that it's like more open to the public and the fact there's so that like many other things going there's on people getting the there's people getting appointments on like friday and saturday before e3 happens now because they know everybody's going to be in town because like ea's doing their stuff on saturday things are getting real weird with that and it seems like in the days where companies can just go to the internet themselves and announce something e3 is becoming less and less relevant but Still mm-hmm. a great time to hear about a bunch of new stuff. So many good games coming. Yeah. My wallet hurts already. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna be we're gonna be so poor in February. We have a game to give away. We do, do we which wanna... I just realized. I, I think I'm gonna just announce it on the Facebook and try to reach out. I haven't okay. picked a winner yet, but we will pick somebody to win Detroit. Uh maybe we can list it on the on the post for the Facebook. Yeah, that's cool. So that will happen. Sweet. Oh, man. We wanted to make it a short episode, but it's not. Yeah, sorry. I'm really hungry. Let's wrap it up. If you want to follow us on social media or see all the places you can listen to or watch the show, check out MidwestGamers.com slash links in case you have not heard. The Midwest Podcast Network now has a Patreon. The Patreon is meant to benefit all the shows on the network, so if you are so inclined, please do subscribe for as little as $1 a month and help us keep our shows alive and well. Check it out at Patreon.com slash MidwestPodNet. 
If you spend $5, you can sit in a Discord channel with us and talk shit if you'd like. Yeah. Uh, thanks, Tom, for that. <laughs> it's been a while, but... Yeah, he hasn't really spoken that no. much shit. But. No, but he could if he wanted to. That's true. Uh, and uh, as always, we do appreciate your feedback, which you can send to MidwestGamers at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow us on Twitch as well as rate and review us on your favorite podcatcher. Please do rate and review us. If you're listening, if you're new and you came on because you heard me talking on Jump Crouch, please send us a review on iTunes. It would be so awesome if you did. Uh, you know, that sort of thing helps us climb the charts on iTunes and more people will listen to us and maybe we can be a little more popular and cool in school uh, and not get feel better up, about ourselves. Not yeah. get beat up by the bullies, you know? It's true. Uh, Alex, what else is happening with the network? Uh, Westworld episode nine is tonight. That means the finale is next week. And guess what? The premiere of Preacher is next week as well. Oh, it's going to be a busy week. You won't be gaming much then. No, no Rainbow Six for you. No, I don't know exactly how it's going to work. But there should be a primer out for Preacher uh, later this week. Um, and I'm ready to to see where Westworld goes in these last two episodes. I think so we all are. It's going to be all good. Watch uh, and the horror movie yearbook crew just put out uh, an episode on Candyman starring oh, <laughs> Tony Todd so I, I haven't been able to listen to it yet but I'm very excited I know how much both of them love Tony Todd that is the class of 1992 Candyman and uh, I'm sure it's quite good right on well thank you everybody for listening if you have any feedback you want to you want to tell us what games you liked from E3 this year please do send us feedback gamers at gmail.com other than that we will see you next time not sure what we're going to review but we'll talk about it soon and let you guys know on social media so thanks very much peace